that as you and I were getting very close to you actually seeing that failure makes no sense as a concept, so that when it arises in your nervous system or cognitively for you, you can become aware of it and have something to now pivot your energy and attention to. Welcome to A Changed Mind, a journey into the topics that matter to you most. From the neuroscience and spirituality of mindset and personal growth, to groundbreaking strategies for health, wealth, and relationships, to open and honest conversations about pressing global issues such as the environment, censorship, corporate capture, and democracy. Each and every episode reminds us of the certainty of the goodness of the future and provides the teachings, tools, and timeless wisdom inspiring you to create real lasting change in your life and in the world. If you've been desiring a sanctuary for your spirit, a place to go to tune out the distraction, negativity, and doom and gloom so that you can tap into the deep power, the vibrancy, and the potential you have inside, you're in the right place. Welcome to A Changed Mind. Hey, it's David. Just a quick interruption to your normally scheduled podcast. I've got an amazing opportunity for you and a huge announcement. Tickets are now available for my annual event, The Powerful Living Experience Live. It's coming up February 22nd through 25th in Round Rock, Texas. Now, if you get that your mindset is creating your reality and there are things that you want to change, but you just haven't been able to become aware of the limiting beliefs and resistance that are holding you back, or better yet, if you know that you've got resistance and childhood traumas inside of you, but you just haven't been able to let go of them or transform them, man, you need to get to the Powerful Living Experience 2024. You can check out all the details, the discounted pricing, the early bird bonuses, over at PowerfulLivingExperience.com. This event was named a top three must-attend personal development event by Inc. And in just three days, I'm gonna be taking you through all the teachings, the philosophies, sharing with you the tools to literally transform the way you think, to eliminate the resistance that has been holding you back, and to give you a map for how to get to the next level of wealth, health, career, or business growth, spiritual growth, relationship growth, in your life. And right now we've put together a ton of early bird bonuses from a buy one, get one free ticket to a whole bundle of digital courses and trainings to 80% off the ticket price. Everything you need in order to be successful at the event. Now, if there's one thing you can do to get yourself ready for a different 2024, to prepare yourself so that no matter what happens in your external circumstances, you've got the mindset and the vision and the clarity to dramatically up-level every aspect of your life, it is to get yourself to Round Rock, Texas, February 22nd through the 25th. Again, all the details, event photos, video are over at PowerfulLivingExperience.com. You gotta check out the video. It is pretty amazing. Now, I don't know about you, but I want to not only level up my life, but I wanna be a part of changing what seems like a crazy world in 2024 that we're living in. And that's exactly what we're gonna be doing together. You, me, a thousand other impact-driven change makers. We're gonna be doing the work necessary for you to have absolute clarity on your vision for 2024 and the mindset and tools to make it a reality. I'm gonna be doing a special business bonus session on Thursday the 22nd before we start the main event on Friday, sharing the exact tactics and strategies that we use to go from zero to $25 million and become number 171 on the Inc. 500 list in a business where I'm doing what I love and making a real impact in the world because you can too. And I want 2024 to be the year that things don't just change a little bit for you, but that there is a monumental shift in who you are and what you're creating in the world and in your life. So here's the deal. Head on over to the event site, 
PowerfulLivingExperience.com. It's also, the link is in the show notes and grab your ticket. Like I said, right now, buy one, get one free, a bunch of other bonuses and 80% off, but early bird ends soon. So don't wait. Make the decision right here, right now, that you're going to give yourself the gift of transformation. And remember, you're going to get a plus one, bring a friend ticket to give that gift to someone else too before early bird expires. And I will see you in Texas for a weekend you will never forget. And now, back to your regularly scheduled episode. Hey, it's David. Welcome back to A Changed Mind, a sanctuary for your human spirit, a place where each and every episode, I'm going to be reminding you of the certainty of the goodness of the future. I am your host, your guide, your friend, your personal development Sherpa, David Bayer. And I am not in the studio this week. For those of you joining us on YouTube, you can actually see that. And that afforded us an opportunity for an amazing episode because I'm going to do something that I've never done before and that is give you a behind the scenes look at a breakthrough coaching conversation that took place at one of my live events and retreats. And what you're going to be seeing is how I use the frameworks and the methodologies that I teach in order to get to the truth. And every single time we have a conversation taking a look at limiting beliefs or the projections of our childhood traumas or the inner resistance, we never know where the journey is gonna take us, but we do know one thing, and that is we're gonna get to the truth and we're gonna get to a breakthrough. And the reason why I wanted to share this particular coaching conversation with you is because it involves two really critical aspects of growth. If you're somebody who's wanting to get to the next level of emotional intelligence, of self-awareness, of abundance, of prosperity, of health, of relationships, these two areas that I'm gonna be sharing with you during the course of this live coaching session are something that we all experience. One is the fear of failure. Right, And I I don't know about you, but I certainly have experienced the fear of failure in almost every area of my life. I still experience the fear of failure, but I also understand what failure really is, which is going to be revealed in this incredible coaching conversation with our friend Alan. And the other is you're going to hear what Alan starts to share about his beliefs about transformation, his beliefs around what's required in order to change your beliefs. Now, if you've been with me for a while and you're not a first-time listener, especially if you've listened to episode two or three, which is the foundation of everything that we talk about on A Changed Mind, you know that we believe that thoughts are things and that your beliefs dictate your destiny. And so what you believe about personal growth, how hard it is, how easy it is, what the experience must be for you, well, That's going to be your reality, right? As Henry Ford said, the man who thinks he can and the man who thinks he can't are both right. And so we're going to break down these two common misconceptions. Number one, this fear of failure. Number two, that transformation or personal growth needs to be hard and difficult and take a long time. And that thankfully, we've got someone from our community, an amazing soul, Alan, who sort of volunteered unexpectedly to be the showcase for the breakthrough around these two areas. And that's what we're going to be covering on A Changed Mind. So let's get right into it. Let's tune in to this conversation that I had with Alan live. Hey, everybody. My name is Alan Garcia. from Alan Garcia, ladies and gentlemen. Austin, Texas. What do you got, Alan? One of the contingent from Austin. So pattern, not ever fully committing myself to anything. And that stems from this wanting to have an excuse for the failure, you know, or what it would say about me if I do ultimately fail and I truly had given myself all to to it. So I find myself holding back and not ever fully committing to anything. Because of a fear of failing. Yeah. 
and what that would mean or fear of failure, fear of fear of success, fear of being. But, but for you, what is it? I'm just curious. Like, tell me more about your fear of failure. Yeah. So the, what that would say about me as a person, I guess it's an identity thing. Got it. But what would it say about you as a person? That I'm a failure. Huh. <laughs> so what is a failure? Someone who's not strong enough. Who, yeah, who who isn't enough. Who isn't in enough. One, in one way, shape, form, or another, it just isn't enough. Got it. So can you give me an example of a failure you might fear that you therefore do not attempt? Yeah, getting back into a relationship. I had a 20-year marriage that failed because of my addiction and you know alcoholism and been clean and sober six and a half years, but I've also not been in another relationship for almost seven years now. And was that because you weren't strong enough? What I'm hearing you say is that your relationship failed. The failure is when you're not strong enough or good enough. And, well, and therefore, what, enough. don't produce the desired outcome? Is that what I'm understanding? Yeah, or not willing to go through the hard things that it takes to keep something like that going, you know, to have hit the problems that I had with the alcoholism, the addiction, and not want to face those things, those challenges with the other person to grow through those. Um, You're calling that a failure. No, I'm not calling it a failure now. At the time it was, and I can see that I still have a lot of fear that's preventing me from getting back into dating, relationships, putting myself out there and being vulnerable again. Because it might fail. Right. Because you wouldn't be strong enough. Yeah. Even though before it wasn't a failure. Um, it's a process, Dave. <laughs> no, I'm just asking. I'm trying to understand what you mean by failure. Because what I, what I heard you say was, hey, I'm not doing certain things because I have this thing that we language as a, a yeah. fear of failing. And I go, oh, well, what's failing? And you're like, oh, it's when you're not strong enough to carry it through to an outcome. Yeah. And I said, oh, well, give me an example of that. And you said, well, when I was in my addiction and my relationship, and I, I wasn't able to work through my stuff and you know, produce the outcome that I desired with the person that I was with. And I said, oh, so that's a failure? And you go, well, no, it's not now. So I'm like, oh, okay, so it's not now. So you can hold on to whatever definition you want of failure. But what I'm hearing you say is that what fit the definition before, in hindsight, now you realize you don't view it as a failure. What do you view it as? Growth. Growth. Okay. Got it. Do you have a fear of growth? No, I don't. Okay. No. So deciding to be available for another relationship, does that open you up to the possibility of failure again or growth again? Touche. I'm just asking. I don't, there's no, <laughs> I'm not fencing here. Like I, I want you to imagine I came down from Mars. Yeah. Right? And I called Squiggly, my buddy up on Mars. I'm like, hey, I met this really nice dude down here named Alan. He just introduced me to this concept that they have here on Earth called failure. Frankly, I'm glad we don't have it on Mars, but they have it here. And I asked Alan, what's failure? And he says, well, when you're not strong enough 
in order to see something through until the end. And I asked him, well, do you have an example of this thing called failure in your life? And he said, well, yes, this relationship I was in when I was struggling with addiction and I wasn't able to make my relationship work as a result of it. And I said to Alan, oh, so that's an example of failure? And he said, well, no, not really. And I said, well, what do you mean? He said, well, now that I'm on the other side of it, I look back and I realize it's growth. Oh, Squiggly goes, well, this is a fascinating way these human species think. And so I said, and, and so I said, how'd you get into this conversation with Alan? I said, well, because Alan wants to be in a relationship again, but he's afraid of uh, potentially experiencing failure. And Squiggly goes, but he didn't experience the failure the first time around, right? So I'm just asking you, right? Because it's our, it's hot in here. It really like, we got to lower the AC again, because it's not just me transmitting the Squiggly. <laughs> It's the fact that we were never encouraged to really look deeply at these things in the way that we look deeply at them in our conversations and interactions that allows us to continue to operate through these le unintelligent lenses of misunderstanding. But they're not called surface beliefs. They're called core beliefs. What, this one we're talking about? Correct. What does a core belief mean to you? Well, I mean, it's a core belief is something that it takes multiple attempts to get it to the surface so that you can actually let go of it. it at, by its nature, a core belief is something that's been embodied fully. Got it. And so I don't know that mind work is necessarily enough to actually purge that belief from the core. Got it. You what know? do you mean your work? The work you've been doing? Well, yeah, so all of this 12-step of recovery, which I wholeheartedly agree with you, is the first steps back into life, not the be-all and end-all. I love what you guys are doing here and other people that I've followed. And so I've done a lot of work to get a lot of my core beliefs to the surface and to let them go. And I just don't know whether or not mind work is the only way, means by which to allow those things to leave my core just like brian and chelsea ray have some other technologies that i think are beautiful dr joe dispenza has some technologies that i think are very powerful being aware of it and writing it down and bring it into my conscious awareness and getting it from my core to a place where i can see it is very powerful but does it allow it to actually leave or and completely go away does it you know i i find that it's it's persistent got it what i'm hearing you say is and what i'm experiencing is that we were in the midst of a conversation in potentially eradicating the concept of failure completely from your consciousness and realizing that there is no such thing as failure and that what you had been calling failure are just experiences that lend to growth and you're growth oriented. But we've become domesticated and socialized and indoctrinated into believing that certain experiences we have we should call failure. And as you and I were getting very close to you actually seeing that failure makes no sense as a concept, so that when it arises in your nervous system or cognitively for you, you can become aware of it and have something to now pivot your energy and attention to, to move your neural networks over to, wait a minute, I know this feels like failure, and I know I'm telling myself, but I remember that conversation I had with Dave, and I took the time to inventory every experience that I think I ever had around failure, and I realized not a single one of them was ever failure. 
It was all growth. And therefore, I've never failed. I am not failing and I can never fail. And we were on the edge of this. And you said, but I have another belief. <laughs> no, what's that, Alan? And you go, some of these beliefs are core. <laughs> I go, well, squiggly, hold on a minute. <laughs> Tell me about that, Alan. And you go, well, some of them I need to find a wizard, a magician, or this or that, or a, and it's got to do all this stuff. So, and I'm saying, okay, fine. Then that's true for you. But my role in facilitating this for you right now is just see that I don't know that it has to be that way for you, but that is what oftentimes happens as we get into personal growth and we're learning how to use even basic tools at the earlier stages. It's kind of like riding a bike. Like we're not that great at it because we've never done it before. But then the meaning we give it very, very quickly is, oh, this one must be real deep. This one must be a trauma. This one must be from a past life. This one is multidimensional. And I don't know if that's true. I believe you have the opportunity to leave this weekend no longer a victim of this invented misperception that anything called failure exists in your life. Now, that doesn't mean that it's not a habit, right? But all this stuff we're doing is like, the habit comes up, but now we've got a truth to pivot to, right? We've had this revelation or a revealing or a realization. And then we are in this living meditation as we go through life, remembering the old, acknowledging the old, not trying to deny the old when it comes up, but going, but, but I know better now, right? And every time we do that, when those old neural networks and that habit arises, if we don't continue to entertain it or layer more beliefs on top of it, we can and this is the decision matrix effectively, right? We can remember the decision that we've made, which is there's no such thing as failure. And we short circuit and short circuit and short circuit. And we reduce the amount of time that you have that emotional reaction. And over time, we repattern your whole nervous system and you become unstoppable Alan that just does not perceive anything he does in his life as a failure. And that's the process. Now, now whether that's from this or whether that's from that or whether that's from Joe Dispenza, I, I don't know, but I want to just share with you my listing for what you're saying. Yep. If you want to be in transformative work, my recommendation is that we believe that transformation doesn't have to be difficult, that even the limiting beliefs that we've been carrying for a long, long time can go quickly and easily. Those are beautiful incantations to have, and that will help accelerate your growth. Thank you. You're welcome. Awesome. Wow, what an awesome coaching session with our friend Alan. I hope you got as much out of it as I did. And by the way, if you're a first-time listener, welcome. If you're a long-time listener, great to have you with me again. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you like this video, comment below, ask some questions. I read through each and every comment, try to answer as many questions as I can. Subscribe to the channel. And by the way, if you're listening on your favorite podcast platform, Spotify, iTunes, or any other, do me a favor and do yourself a favor. Subscribe so that I can be notifying you every week when we come out with new episodes to help you take your mindset to the next level. And if you haven't yet, leave me a rating, leave me a review. Really easy to do on these platforms. It's the way that I'm able to get feedback from you and that we're able to get this work out to as many people as possible so that together we can not only go beyond self-awareness, rewire our brains and re-engineer our reality, but change the world together. So I hope to see you on the next episode and enjoy the rest of your day. Hey, it's David. One more thing. If you want to go even deeper on everything we've talked about on today's episode, don't forget to jump over to www.davidbear.com. 
You can find the link in the show notes and subscribe to our newsletter. A couple of times a week, I'm going to be sending you the latest episodes that we've released along with additional free trainings. You'll get immediate access to my free MindHack ebook and go even deeper into all the tools, the technologies, and the frameworks that have helped tens of thousands of people establish a changed mind. Don't forget to jump on over to the site and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you.